Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Yeah. It's gonna go a little bit like this. Check Falling in love with myself. Too many times I said hate. Too many times that I dwell. People said that I fail. People said that I melt. Fuck. Falling in love with my glow. Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast with your boy Rodney Perry. And today is a, a great day. Um, we're in the shot. We're in the shot. We're um, coming live in the home of my guest this, this evening, um, Aldo. Hernandez, great friend of mine. I'm glad you could have me. Um, we're drinking, by the way, so if you hear a little clink clink, just know that's what that is. But how you doing, Aldo? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. And um, I feel like I don't think I told you what the uh, what I what I named this one. And I, I named it because I, I wanted to really like think of some kind of like metaphoric okay but i call it men in bright colors <laughs> because i feel like one thing one thing i always thought about was like as a child i always was like you know i always loved color i always loved all these different things and i remember just you know i remember being a child wanting to create these you know i was, had a really large imagination so i never was the type who seen something wrong with you know I have my old Power Rangers and the little, you know, you know, action figures. I need women in this. Let me go get some dolls. Let me go get some this. Let me go get some that. Or when it came to the things I drew, I always feel like I never cut things out. It's like, as hype as I was to draw like these really dope, cool, masculine characters, I did the same thing with female characters too. So I think as a child, it was like, I've always been very, very open to everything. Cut. As you should. And you should, and I'm I'm glad, and I think I, I think my mom because I feel like you notice that in every child, and you see that in them, and it's a certain age that they'll get to where that's how they are, and that's where they'll always be. But I feel like it's it can get to a point to where they can change it with certain type of influence. It definitely there's definitely a certain age range where you start realizing. I feel like it's institutionalized where you start realizing that men should act, that boys should act like men and girls should act like women. Of course. And that blurred line starts becoming more significant as people you're around of social settings where women will always wear pink, men will always wear blue, and those lines are those lines are now different paths that you have to follow. Very true, very true, very true. Um, so why are you calling this right? What are you calling the podcast? I said men in bright colors. Why are you calling? Um, for some reason, I feel like, I feel like there's an interesting correlation between like color just within the society and when it comes just opposed to, uh, I guess, um, masculinity and femininity. It's always something that goes with it. It's always something that connects with you. You know, it's baby blue and it's pink. And then once you get older, it's red and it's pink and you mm-hmm. know, something. And then once you get to a conservative point, you're just, you know, it's the blues, the grays, and then women can be very colorful with the way they dress and, uh, and very experimental. Oh, but you, you know, you're a guy, so don't, 
don't show your legs. Okay. Don't yeah. wear you know wear you know fitting clothes or no socks. It's very interesting to me that that it's very interesting um, kind of like I don't know relation when it comes to just color and um, color when it comes to color and such 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 thing as like masculinity and femininity to me. It's gender roles is what I feel. Yeah. 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 That's a better word. Yeah. Way better word. But let's dive right into this. Let's dive right into this conversation. Um, I sent you a few things and we may or may not stay on this because I really want you to be as natural as you can be. Okay. For sure. Um, One thing I do want to say is, because this is, you know, coming out after so many things that have happened in the past few weeks, I planned on doing this quite some time ago. So when the news struck me, I was extremely taken back and the first thing I thought of was I kind of I kind of thought of a lot of things as everyone probably did but with the with the Orlando attacks is what I'm speaking of and essentially I was I was thinking like what really went through this person's mind to actually feel compelled to do this to specific to a specific place where he assumed for specific types of people would be. And I feel like it's it's just terrible for just humans. I feel that's like if that's it. Like this person was extremely misguided because of his own because of his own beliefs and also the thing, the beliefs that were pressed onto him. And those people who just really were in a place to have a good time. Yeah. And that's the and I think that's the worst. It's like literally we're there to just have a good time and I just I, just, I guess uh, only thing I want to say is where what, what was your head when you thought of this <laughs> when, when, you heard, um, when you heard this news because I know you're a Florida uh, I uh, um, this one hit home this one hit home very hard mm-hmm. um, I had one of my really good friends from the restaurant mm-hmm. just moved to Orlando Florida mm-hmm two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. He had never left Chicago and he has this opportunity to become an assistant general manager for a restaurant in downtown Chicago, uh, downtown Orlando. Uh And I told him, I was like, do it, do Do it, do it, do it. You've never, you've never traveled anywhere else. You're from Chicago, born and raised. Go try something different, do something. Florida's phenomenal. Orlando's amazing. Um, it's going to be in downtown Disney. You're right on Magic Kingdom like properties, so you're going to have an amazing time. Yeah. It's the best place ever. So he follows my lead and goes and moves. Has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, that Saturday night, um, he... He calls me and he he texts me while I'm at work and he was like, hey, just sitting at home by myself because I don't know anybody. So watching TV and I was like, you should definitely check out this place. Mm-hmm. It's called Pulse. Mm-hmm. Every single time I go to Orlando, that's where I go. Yeah. All my friends go there. Um, my friends were just there last week for gay days. It was Pride in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I had a slew of people that were there last week. Exactly. It's Saturday night. Everybody's going to be there. Of course. Go. I'm literally texting him this at 9 o'clock at night on a Saturday night. 
Um, finish up work. He he didn't respond back. I get home and I get on Facebook and I'm seeing just crazy news and I have no idea what's going on and it's a shooting that's going on a pulse here it was two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and uh, I immediately just start calling him I start calling him and I start texting him and I was like please I hope you didn't listen to me I really hope you didn't listen to me there's something crazy going on right now I stayed up for about three hours crying and just nervous thinking that he probably listened to me mm-hmm. and in hindsight it, I had no idea what was going on of course like that's where I would have been like exactly that's where I would have been so that's the scary part that's where my friends would have been so I stayed up until 5 o'clock in the morning 6 o'clock in the morning this this psycho tortured these people for 4 hours it was a 4 hour 4 or 5 hour just massacre and I called my friend and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, Aldo, just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. He has to have listened. He probably didn't even pay attention. He's probably asleep. God's watching him now. Something's happening. So I fell asleep crying, just hoping to God that he didn't listen to me. And the following morning, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm completely fine. But it... Like Woo! I haven't, I haven't talked to you since then. Exactly, and that really hit home because out of any other place yes. that I could have said, I was like, "Go to Pulse. It's it's so much fun. It's amazing." Specifically. And specifically that place, I was like, "That's that's where everybody goes. Everybody has a good time. We go dancing. We have amazing time. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's nice." Mm-hmm. Not knowing that some psycho is going to be insane and doing whatever he did. Hey, I want to say because I'm always having a conversation because um, Jacob um, Sandoval, yeah. he's been a guest of the show. Everyone who's listening, and I remember I was speaking to him and I was telling him about you know this whole story. And I didn't want to speak too much because I felt like this story right here is not one that is something to gossip or speak just speak so heavily on at work. So, but I did have something to say because it just came to me all of a sudden and I was like and I was like bro you heard about this you heard about that he was like yeah and I was like I, I got a theory and this is right before I and this is before I even heard it in the news and I was like I really believe whoever this person was either was struggling with his own sexuality or he it was something that occurred where he may have you know had an experience where he tried to finally be himself and it just didn't pan out to be that or he might have gotten his heart instantly broken or something and this is the way he reacted because he was already already had that built up yeah. you know tension from not being himself cause that just not just not kind of conforming to what everyone feels like you should be instead of being yourself can make you some you know some slight crazy and then once it started to come out in the news that he, he would, had relations. He had relations with these and this, that, and the third. And I was like, ah, oh, man. Because because I felt like, to me, it was too specific. If you're a, if this is a terrorist attack, this is this, whatever it is, you're going to do this in an extremely public place. This is extremely specific. This is very targeted. Very and targeted. And I, I feel like even when it comes to any perspective you think about, I can't not think of that. 
And I think that's a really, really big part of it, but who who knows? They were saying, yeah, they were saying that he was unhappy with himself, that he yeah. had all these dark secrets and everything. And, yes. And I understand that. I do. That I, that I get, but you, you turn that into a positive situation. You reach out to your family, you reach out to your friends, you reach out to whoever you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you, in the email that you sent me, you talked about coming out. Yeah. And it, I had a very specific coming out where it was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not looked, it's frowned upon. Yeah. It's, you shouldn't be like this, you shouldn't do whatever. Mm-hmm. I turned to family, I turned to friends, and I turned to people that had confided in me, and I became myself, and I became a much better person. I was happy and I was fine. This person went to a completely dark side and that's the biggest thing is I am not very religious, but I'm very into the power of positivity. I'm very into the power of sending a good word. Mm-hmm. Be happy, stay happy. If you see somebody down, try to pick them up. If, exactly. you, if you see somebody not having a good time, it takes two seconds to say, hey, I hope you're having a better day. Mm-hmm. That literally took two seconds. I didn't lose anything, but that can change a world of a difference for somebody else. Yes. So when all this happened with Orlando, I just I just sent out a message on Facebook and I was just like, just be happy. Mm-hmm. Just send, don't hate people. Don't discriminate against people don't restrict people and once you get into the whole political situation you're restricting a lot of people on certain rights for what for what and at the end of the day we're all humans and that is the message right there we are all humans that's it um, i'm so i'm so glad you said it because i think most recently and i, I feel like i've said this multiple times in my past few podcasts is that i don't know what came to my spirit but just I feel I felt the need to use this platform that I'm trying to build to speak on that to speak on like we're literally all living the same experience in different ways and in the same location in different different ways and with different backgrounds and all these different things but at the end of the day the one thing we all have in common no matter how different we may seem is that we're human we still have emotions we still have feelings we still can act and react and all those different things and let's dive even uh, let's keep let's keep going and go to a lighter note yes for sure for sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> i do want to know because i feel like it's a great segue gay culture seems to me to be a little bit more celebrated than it was you know let's say 50 to 40 years ago but I'm a skeptic with certain things. I, I, I study marketing, so I, I know something a little, a little, little bit about you know exploit, exploitation, and jumping on things that are definitely going to make you money or definitely going to get some type of financial gain from it. Do you believe that this newfound understanding is, in fact, understanding or exploitive? I feel like it's. Hmm. I was talking to my friends about this specific interview before uh-huh. we started and. Me, socially, I've, I've always thought that we're going in the right strides. Yes. Um, on the superficial level, we are definitely going in the right strides. 
things are happening on TV, mm-hmm. things are happening around the country, um, gay marriage is now legal everywhere, but when you look deeper into it, yeah. it's just to shut some people up. It's just to yeah. say, we're, we're, we're tapping on the, shoulder, on the shoulder and we're telling you, yeah, it's okay for you to be gay. Exactly. And it's okay for you to try to do whatever you want. But if you look a little bit deeper, now you have different states who are, who are trying to go against federal law and trying to prohibit gay marriage. Exactly. You are having... So I, when I was talking with my friends, we just had the Pride Parade, and they were like, do you think that every single one of those floats that spent thousands of dollars to have a float in the parade, to have people marching, to... Exactly. To show face. Do you think they really care? And that's where it got me thinking. I was like... No, mm-hmm. no, 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 it doesn't. Like, no, they don't. And I think the reason why that question came about, like, just that question came about, because I feel like, just from my own just analysis, I think of the same thing when it came to the civil rights movement. You know, I feel one hundred percent. It's the exact same thing, but it's just, it's just the new civil rights movement because you have a wave of individuals, you know, who are who've been fighting for years and fighting for years for their rights, for telling you that I just want you to see me as I see me. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of minorities within history have done that for so many years and got some slight gains, definitely got some really, really major um, kind of like milestones accomplished when it came to just voting and People just seeing you as quote unquote equal in public. You can go to a bathroom. You can use this water fountain, and it was a lot. It was like everything kind of like in the front. Yeah. But as you said, when you go deeper, there are still so many things, and I feel that those things that go happen in the front because a lot of people just visualize and judge things just off that appearance, just off of what society sees on the outside without looking deeper because they don't have to live that life. Well, then you and I also have the marketing background. Mm-hmm. It's also what is broadcast on mm-hmm. TV. And of course, not everything that's broadcast is truth, mm-hmm. but it's more of a tunnel vision of look over here than look of what's actually going on over here. Exactly. So yeah, we are. We did pass this bill. Yeah. Yeah, we we did pat this person on the back. Yeah. Um, there was a Facebook article that I saw with Anderson Cooper was interviewing a politician from Florida. I want to say, and again, I'm, we're probably going to be going back to the Orlando thing a lot. But she was saying how she's so so making sure that everything's okay in the gay community that she supports the gay community Mm -hmm. and Anderson Cooper said actually I looked at your page and you don't have any single donations or any single kind of reinforcement to the gay community the only reason why you're doing this is because right now it's it's what's the topic on on discussion so it's going to be better for you to go ahead and say that right now exactly and he he 
he actually went in on her and she was like that's not what we're talking about right now he was like actually yes it is this is exactly what we should be talking about about. um and after the interview she felt so attacked and so belittled but you look at her site and there was nothing that she did there was no contributions no nothing because if you are what you say you are you're going to present that in every which way when it happened you reacted when this happened you reacted as you are currently standing here and you're a person of public a public figure yeah so if this is what you want to do in life this is what you call yourself you know kind of like your passion or whatever then that means when something happens in the public or something happens to the people that are your constituents who may have voted you into the position that you're in and so may even support you in the position that you're in yeah you have to react you have to feel some type of way and i feel that all in all because i feel like it's definitely good to you know acknowledge you know specificity when it comes to certain situations but i feel that there never should be so much specific specific i can't even say it now specificity mm-hmm. I can't even say it and not missing the point of this is literally a a issue for everyone in the world not even an all lives matter situation but like when certain things happen everyone should feel threatened everyone should feel some type of way like if you don't then that that's something you know that you have to think on your own that you may not have progressed to within your own thinking and knowledge but it's it's something that i find extremely interesting we're in we're in the year 2016 2016 there's so much that has happened and not much has actually changed. Very true. There's still all this kind of discrimination. There's still all these kind of shootings. There's still all this legislation that's going on for the gay community um, that shouldn't be the case in point by this time. Exactly. Um, It's almost a new race. It's... it's the new, it's the new underdog. It's, it's almost, it's like, really like gay is the new black. It's the know? new underdog and... And, and, and it's, I, I'm definitely not mad at the movie because I, it, it is powerful. I think, I think it's the, at least support wise an organization I love, even if in certain cases it may be trendy and then you have people who are really dedicated to actually, you know, advocating rights as well as just, you know, freedoms um, and just exercising all different types of freedoms. But I feel like all of these things are needed in the world that we live in. It's sad that they're needed, but I'm glad and so happy that there are people who are standing for those things. Because I, I feel the same same way, I feel like it's, it's people that you may know in yourself. I feel the same way when it comes to just kind of like the progression of just black people as a whole. Like as this black community, I feel that there's so many things we need so many things that we need to figure out, so many things that we need to get done. And there's, you know, so little organization. And there's so little, you know, progress that has been done. Like, I've been asked so many different times, because I feel like once people get to know me or whatever, and they be like, oh, you're pretty woke and whatever. Let me ask you, what do you think about, you know, the current state of black folks? What do you think about Obama, this, that, and the third? And I'm like, I'm be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I've been in this world not too long, and I've gotten to this point to where I'm realizing really much has not happened and it or, or or there has been certain things that have been constructed 
to, okay, we, we gave you this, you still can't, we, we're not really that comfortable with y'all having all of it. Not being fully equal or in some sense just feeling like you have nothing else to fight for because you are taken care of and you are, you do feel that you have all those freedoms that you deserve. Well, then, when you talk about that, you can even go further with the immigration yes. stuff that is going on. Yes. I'm I'm of Hispanic descent, so I have a lot of family that came here illegally, mm -hmm. you know, and they came here to specifically um, have a better life mm -hmm. for the family. I... It, the best show that I like to see is the Chelsea Handler show where she did her Netflix uh, series on race. Uh, she touched on a lot of subjects where I was even like, it was very cringeworthy, but it's stuff that's happening today. It's stuff today. that's happening right now. And today. it's these isolated narrow-minded ideas that people still have going on somewhere in the United States. And they found a way to make it legal. Yeah. And that's the sad part. And, like, that's why when you were saying people see you as a little bit more open-minded and a little bit more aware of your surroundings, you understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. How do you... How do you educate that other half of... or 60% of whatever percent you want to say that still think that the world that we live in is needs to be I feel that in the days that we live in I feel that you it's all about that effort it's all about the effort that you put in and I feel that within I definitely have a lot of faith within my generation I have a lot of faith within the generation that is being born because they're coming to a world where it's extremely different than the worlds that everyone else has came in before them. Like, there's children being born seeing a black president. You know, there's children being born, you know, seeing, you know, people like their father and their father on television with the show like Modern Family, regardless if it is exploitative. And that's the same way I feel about Obama. I have mixed feelings. Yeah. But I feel that it has empowered a lot of people, it's like, especially when it comes to the youth. Like, now a mother or father can tell their child you can really be anything no matter what you are and I can give you an example of it this can be done and I feel like that's the beautiful part about it from the sense of the youth in the future because in the days that we live in now we have to bear with them we have to fight back as well as educate as many as we can and you may not reach and teach everyone but I feel that the fact that you're doing it is the most important part because if no one was, then no one could be inspired to do something else within whatever their passion is. So, moving on to the next question. So, to me, I, I like within my within my own research and all these different things, um, just throughout time and experiences that I've had with and relationships that I had with different gay men and women. The one thing I noticed that both of them have in common is they're extremely cultured. Yes. And I always went, because I, I, I think that's why I always like was drawn to them, because they all had, they had a lot to say about something. 
it's about something of substance to my to my knowledge because I feel like I've always been the type who love music and love arts and love just you know speaking very into intellectually just within conversation about something and I feel that you know when you grow up and you're quote unquote kind of groomed and assumed to be this very masculine manly man that all you're really prone to be is this, you know, it's really deep in sports. Like, I still get it to this day. If I go to a barbershop right now, I bet I'll be like, so who, who's your favorite team? Did you go for the, the Warriors or the, you know, or the LeBrons? Not yeah. the Cavaliers, but the LeBrons. <laughs> and which one did you go for? And I'm like, you know, I, I really just, I was rooting for Golden State, but I really don't have no team. I've never had a team. Not in any sport. I watch it just for, you know, for fun, but it's, it is what it is. And... The fact that your your value or quote unquote your masculinity is kind of like put on a level depending on all these checklists of things like okay do you got this do you got that do you got this yeah when I met with people who who identified as uh, homosexual bisexual whatever the one thing I can always say that all of them have in common they're either artistic as fuck yes or they just were very, very cultured in this passion that they had. They were dancers, they were musicians, they were, vis- you know, visual artists, whatever they were. Tell me, I guess, uh, if you be- if you agree with that, Ed, why do you think that is? Um, I personally am your stereotypical gay. I, <laughs> I love your Madonna, Britney, Gaga. I love dance. I love drinking. And I like reading whatever are the top novels. As far as sports go, I don't follow it. Mm-hmm. Don't care for it. I could if I actually got into got it. Into it. Of course. Um, I went to Florida State, so I actually had to get into Florida Damn. State. <laughs> had to get into Florida State football, but other than that, that's that's me, like one hundred percent. But culturally, you you're saying that gays are much more into the artistic side, much more into the dance side. It's it's because they. Um, there's a huge spectrum for the gay for the gay male for the gay female you can fall into so many different roles and the reason why it's so different is because they've opened themselves up to so much more than what they've been taught it's beautiful um a good we've been socialized when begin when you're young well and it's different for different communities different for different families my family was very boys will play sports and boys will wear blue and boys will do that boys will not wear pink they will not cry they will not enjoy dance whatever um so for me i felt like when i was younger i was very it was in a trying to be conformed into something so finally when i came out I wanted to try everything. Mm. So instead of just being pigeonholed to something, you want to try anything and everything. And I feel like a lot of gay people do that where you, you just want to try it. It doesn't matter what, you just want to try it. You want to try dressing up in drag because it seems like fun. You want to try sports because that seemed like fun. Mm-hmm. You want to try dancing. You want to try traveling. You want to try butching it up. 
um, there's no limit now because you finally have opened up and you finally have become yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't close yourself off. So there's now no limit. Finally feel free. You finally feel free, exactly. And you finally feel like you can do whatever you want. You've been in this closet, you've been in hiding, you've been doing whatever for so long. Fuck what everybody else thinks and apologize, but like... No, no. Yeah. We, 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 oh, we curse here? Okay, yeah, good. We curse here, we good. Yeah, just but, a little but, bit. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. mom. <laughs> but I love that because I find it funny how, you know, the softest thing in the world is masculinity in the sense of literally it can be punctured with the slightest of touch when it comes to the majority of what they find def- defining that. So as soon as you do anything outside this norm, oh, what what, what are you trying to... Uh, and that's why, I, in retrospect, I'm so proud of my own upbringing um, because I was that person who was extremely versed within, you know, whatever I wanted to really do, whatever I felt like doing. I love sports. I love. I played football myself, and that same just opposed to that. I danced. I danced well, swing. That's what I'm saying. And I loved and I loved it. I loved. I loved the arts. All my friends were in the choir. All my friends were in theater. All these different things. And even when I when I came to college, I I feel like myself and those people that I became so close with were extremely artistic individuals. You are very, very open any of your beliefs and any most of your acceptance towards everything. And you can see that through you, through your style, through the way you speak, through the way you communicate with people. It's interesting you said that because just uh, what day was it? Had to be sometime last week. I tell you, I tell you what. Yeah, I wore this to work, y'all. Yeah, uh, I had on simple little like I forgot what type of pants. Um, I think it might have been like some chinos or whatever. And I had like this linen, kind of like blue linen shirt on. And before I left the house, I was like, I really, I was like, I wanted to kind of wear a tie today, but I really wasn't feeling like wearing a tie. I found, I found a denim. I was like, damn, I seen this one look, like when I was like on Pinterest or Instagram or something. I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how this works. So I buttoned, buttoned the shirt up, whatever, you know, left the top button unbuttoned, tied that bandana up, let it fly. Got to work, and one of uh, one of one of the people who I work with, they came to me. Was like, um, "I'm gonna let you know that this works on you." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "He was like, this works on you." And what's crazy is I I got the same bandana in red, and I'm I'm not worn it because people would say you would look too gay in it. You see that? And he was like, "But if you can make it, if you can pull it off, and you straight as you straight as nails, I'm about to I'm about to pull my shit out." Later that day, our friend Orlando said down the exact same thing. He was like, he was drinking a drink. He was like, I, I just want to let you know that you you pulling this off right now. <laughs> so in the in the midst of it all, it's kind of like I thought of it like, damn, it's really it. None of this shit matters. It's your lack of fear. It's your lack of fear because exactly what the other person said was, you look too gay. You it doesn't. It's not gonna look good. You tried it out. You know what? Do you care what anybody else thinks? No. I thought it was a great you look. You did it yourself. So My girl thought I should took a picture. I, you, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't because I might want to wear that again. You see? But that's what I'm saying is you... Well, you said for it's that lack of fear. It's that lack of fear and it's the... It's you wearing a bright color. It's you doing whatever you want to do and... But not, I think that's what I always admired too though. 
and you're living your life you're enjoying it so i feel like that's when you think about like gays with culture and whatnot i just went to a show recently where it was a tap dance show and it's a tap dance. it was a tap dance show mm-hmm. and these three beardy masculine guys mm-hmm. had on a suit tight tight shorts and high heels on mm-hmm. everybody was thrown aback by it like they had no idea what was going on because you have a beard you have muscles but then you have a nice ass and heels and <laughs> it's and that's just they're just playing with they're playing with what they want to play with and that's kind of blurring the lines of what should be gender appropriate and it it's celebrating your best assets exactly so it's it's always fun to jump out of the box mm-hmm. and see what's happening. For sure, for sure. Now, I do want to know. I do want to know these uh, a few more. A few more things I do want to know. I feel like we should speak on is because um, on my show I talk a lot about race. Okay. And I'm always pondered and wondered on like is is racism even a thing within the gay community 100% really 100 tell me tell, thousand tell, tell percent. us cause I don't know myself tell 100 thousand thousand percent mm-hmm. it's just um you it gets even worse in the gay community sometimes because mm-hmm. you have um you've been instilled I'm trying to word it properly because you've been instilled where some white guys are like I don't date black guys Damn. why I just I don't I don't date Asian guys oh god no like they're the worst um um Hispanic guys will only date Hispanic guys yeah black guys will only date black guys and yeah. why like why is that a thing? I that's it's that one's an anomaly for me. Like it's it's interesting because you you're separating yourself in your own minority faction that you're separating yourself in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like racism racism is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it gets into a whole cultural thing. Mm-hmm or what it is but there there's definitely a lot of racism mm. amongst the community itself and it's just it's sad because you're now perpetuating a whole other stereotype Extremely. that we're all trying to fight against and back to point one we're all human beings we're all trying to just live our own lives so I'm not saying that everybody is racist I'm saying that a good amount perpetuate those stereotypes and just pigeonhole themselves in what's to be I don't even know how to say it like you're portraying that that stereotype for sure and it just sucks it does it does I, I, I think it's interesting how 
how you know we live in this world now, and quote unquote we progress so much. Yeah. But that is still you know that is still a very very low level issue. But honestly, I will say, in living this time I've spent in Chicago, has been the most multicultural experience. Oh, for and I, sure. And I, and I love that because I feel like it happened to me at the best time. Because I feel that when I was in the South, as a Southerner, going through whatever, you know, what a lot of Southerners go through, seeing a lot of different small microaggressions, you know, learning from this, having a very strong Southern, slightly religious background, all these different things. So once you leave, once you leave the nest, whatever that, whatever you leave and you become is what you will be. Yeah. I was very strong, you know, very, very strongly felt that I need to leave the nest, leave Tennessee, because I feel like it was nothing here for me, like not in the state. (laughs) So I I went to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta is still dear to my heart. And, And I was exposed to so much that I will never regret. I feel that I got so much for and also has groomed me even more to the person that I am. It made me feel like blacker it made me prouder it made me I feel like even in a sense even more manlier yeah because I was amongst I was amongst men making so many different friends with so many different types of people and it made me feel even more in touch with myself because I started to love so many parts of myself you know when you get when you uphold yourself and you're proud of what you are you're proud of what you bring to the table, and you don't have any reserves on that. You you attract you attract everyone. Yeah, I have friends. I have friends in Atlanta, and that like eventually put me up on game. It was like, hey, right, I'm gonna let you know. Morehouse, cause you, you probably heard of Morehouse, all all guys school. Oh yeah, yeah, you told me about this. Fifty percent, fifty percent from a hidden survey actually claimed that they are open to gay. So I, I never really thought too much of it. Had a few classes with people, whatever, whatever, whatever. Worked with them all the time because I was pretty involved in school. They put me up on game. It was like, right, I'm gonna let you know. I heard the name a few times. They hope and pray that your name pop up is that you was un- <laughs> under uh, over top somebody. You know what I'm saying? So they could just have their dreams come true and be next. And I was like, oh, okay, that's I, I'm flattered. Okay, I can't so be mad like, at yeah. that. I can't be mad at that. And then I, they told me it was like just pay attention. They was like pay attention, like really think about the conversation you had because I'm a naive ass <laughs> man. So I, I, like I've had friends who sat there and told me it was like, bro, you know, like you was flirting with you. I'm like, really? I was like, I just gave him a number. It was cool. Who was the hell we talking about? We're, We're both fun. marketing majors. <laughs> We're gonna go to study together and shit like that. It's gonna be a good time. I thought he was cool as hell. Maybe like, a good time. Maybe like, yeah. <laughs> but he he might he might he might you know he might he might want to love something else too. Just check just checking out. And I was like, okay, that's what's up. And once I finally experienced certain things and know certain things, I was like, damn, this is a whole world I, I, that I I don't know anything about. I can say that it's just like everyone else, and I feel like myself and a lot of a lot of people may not admit it are curious about because it's a experience that you don't experience often it's 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 something that everybody should try and i don't mean being gay or whatnot i'm just saying being comfortable in your own skin yes around different situations exactly um i go back to my friend who moved to orlando 
he had only lived in Chicago. He had never tried anything different. Do something else. Try something else. Do something else. Try something else. I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Boston. I've lived in Chicago. Um, I lived in Tallahassee, which is small college town, which is predominantly white. There is much diversity in Chicago, but you also have your north and south side Chicago. For sure. There is much diversity in New York. But there's also different factions. You still got your Bronx. And you got you your know, Manhattan. but if you if you start exploring more than just the United States, so when I went to London, it was very eye opening for me because it was Australians, Spanish, Italian, French, French black guys, black Australian guys, white. Spanish guys there and it wasn't over there there wasn't any much so race than just a community I guess you would say mm-hmm. uh, from what I felt in the gay community there and it was very different because some of these guys I was like wow you are way above my league and they were <laughs> it was all and face. they were all about it and it's it's a little bit different when you experience something a different society a different culture a different whatever so i'm a big proponent of try something that's going to be outside of your boundaries so put yourself go ahead and live in the gay community for a month and you'll see you'll understand a lot more of it than you would before put yourself in a black community put yourself in a hispanic community exactly try something different and don't be scared because you're just being you and you're going to learn so much from it and you'll be able to see the world a completely different way than what you would see it now. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I feel like you said so much. And I want to just leave everyone on these words that I wrote. A little regal advice. So the world we live in is filled with the presumed, under, with the presumed understood of what everything in the world and the dastardly misunderstood we are living this experience, you know, one second at a time. Use that time to spread love yes. and understand your brother and your sister because it may bring you closer to understanding this human experience we all live. And I feel like the words speak for themselves. We all have to understand each other. It's not about coming into full understanding because I, I'm a full believer of I'm, I may live this whole life that I live and still have a little bit left to find out more about myself that I just didn't have time to figure out. But it's all about being content and living that life that you have to the fullest and sharing it with individuals and celebrating that life with whoever gives you that vibe to, oh, you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. Come, let's have a good time together. Yep. Oh, they like they having a good time. Let's go. Let's over go. There. Yep. And let's see if we can have a good time with them. Let's do our thing. Let's work and move and change and come closer together. You know, uh, I really want to thank you, Aldo. Thank you for having me. This has actually been a really good conversation. This is a really dope conversation. I think it's going to definitely inspire a lot of people to, you know, have even more conversations and, you know, expect more and more of this. Definitely, definitely, definitely expect more and more of this. If you don't know, now you know. You can actually listen to the Simply King podcast on 
a little bit of everything now from iTunes, from the podcast app on iTunes, as well as uh, Podcasting Color, which is a directory that I'm currently a part of, the TuneIn Radio app, as well as Stitcher. So just hit me up, comment, rate, review. Let me know what you think of. And as well as if you feel that you can see yourself being on this podcast, giving some type of giving some type of perspective, because you see that this, you know, this wave that I'm on, hit me up. Send me an email to lifeisking1 at gmail.com and I will definitely respond. Let you know what we can build and let's build. Let's build on whatever that is that you're speaking, that you're speaking of and thinking of. Love y'all. See y'all soon. Talk to y'all later. This is Simply King.